Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today let the word go forth fool me once are you fired up if i'm not a crook are you ready to go shame on shame on you it's abe lincoln's top hat hosted by ben kissel boom you can't get fooled again all right we're good welcome to the show everyone i'm ben kissel as always joined by marcus parks hello um how are you marcus i'm okay how about you i'm good you know what i'm learning don't listen to the haters. No. Haters gonna hate, hate, hate. I've been telling you this for literally years. All right, doesn't matter. Uh, today's <laughs> guest, uh, he's a longtime listener and a longtime friend. He's a contributor to The Guardian. He does all their comedy videos, and he writes for Jesse Ventura's Off the Grid. He's also a good guy, and he smells great. Travis Irvine. Hey, great to be here. Just took a shower. Travis Irvine is here, America's mayor. He knows all about the inner workings of politics, and I think it's fair to say Bernie's got... Uh, nearly a final blow to his political campaign. A good buddy for Bernie, Mr. Sherrod Brown, who apparently sounds a lot like Tom Waits, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is a great sound if you, uh, you know, want to uh, put your baby to sleep and have it wake up 40 years later. It's, it, it, uh, it, <laughs> children age like dogs if you listen to if they listen to only Tom Waits. <laughs> That's a fact. The man make he puts hair on your chest. You'll pert- you'll have the mind of a steel worker, but you'll never have to leave the house. <laughs> Tom Waits, Sherrod Brown, longtime supporter of Bernie. He's going over to Team Hillary. Bill de Blasio, Uh-oh. New York, the worst mayor in the country. Bill de Blasio has supported Hillary. Oh, boy. And, of course, Hillary got another great gift by the Republicans for the Benghazi hearing. 11 hours of Hillary Clinton, I have to admit it, truly crushing the Trey Gowdies of the world. Yeah. So she has a 41-point lead right now in Iowa. Travis, let's just, uh, let's just state the her. obvious, let's right? Let's just give it to her. It's hers. Can they, they just stop all the debates? Joe Biden's not getting in. Joe Biden's not getting in. Jim Webb dropped out. He's gone. Lincoln Chafee, the one guy who I thought could take her down. <laughs> yeah. Everyone had their everyone had their he, chips on Chafee. He had no scandals. He was scandal free. Well, except for voting uh, to repeal Glass Steagall because his papa well, died. Well, that was his first vote. You got to give him a break. His dad just died. It was his first day in office. Uh huh. Like I said before, that's <laughs> a good excuse. Right, right, right. I like that senators can can have those excuses too Mm. oh yeah between lincoln chafee and lindsey graham we're really getting to see the inner waterworks of what makes our politicians cry it turns out (laughs) dead parents it's always dead parents isn't it unbelievable so hillary is done the democratic party has officially anointed her Mm -hmm. the nominee oh yeah my god they they had this plan for years right i mean sherrod brown's an ohio guy in the ohio democratic party i actually went to their state dinner uh this summer and they they wouldn't i mean no one mentioned bernie I think they kept saying Hillary Clinton will be the the nominee. She'll mm-hmm. be the first female president. And then some guy in the back yelled like Bernie, and then everyone sh- uh, shushed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He got yeah. shushed and escorted out by security immediately, and then murdered. Uh oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
They sort of pulled an Aaron Hernandez, huh? Uh, yeah. Brought him to a uh, kind of a dirt field and put a couple of bullets in his head. <laughs> but that's how uh, that's how supportive Bernie's people are, and they've yeah. got to be taking this hard. Mm-hmm. They're from they're Vermont. Uh, libertarians of the world the individuals who believe of you know freedom of speech freedom of guns and uh you know the ability that the government should be paying for education things like that in new hampshire they must be devastated oh my bernie God, yeah. sanders is officially i think ironically created by the media to make it look like there was a democratic primary to make it look like there was a, a Democratic uh, primary at all, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, there well, was no competition. When was there actual co- – the closest he got to her was 21 points behind. Right. Well, aren't, aren't they still tied in New Hampshire, or is that one all – I'm not sure what's happening I mean, you in know, the main thing that, that Bernie's trying to do is pull her to the left. That's what – you know, because she's a mainstream, moderate, you know, all, you know, just like Bill, mm-hmm. almost conservative in a way. She is very conservative in a lot in a of way. and very pro Wall Street. I mean, you look at the top donors. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Citigroup. It's Goldman Sachs. It's it's all the big banks. I think that line that she gave Colbert last night, uh, where he asked her uh, if the banks are failing, you let them fail, and she's like, yes, 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 nope. yes, 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 yes. I think that's a big, big old lie. Absolutely, it's, it's a, a lie. Classic Clinton line, of course. And because she gets so much money from Citibank, I feel like when she is the president, or at least the nominee, we all we don't know who the president's going to be yet. It depends how funny Donald Trump is on SNL. <laughs> if he's funny, he wins. Right. If he bombs, he loses. And I'm sort of being serious when I say that. Yeah. No, I think you're 100 percent right. This is. He, these That's laughs the mean something. Mm. This is the turning point. But we'll yeah. talk about that in a second. If Hillary Clinton does get the nominee, because Citibank loves her so much, much she can only bike around on city bikes. From campaign stop to campaign stop, she's got to ride one of those blue city bikes everywhere she goes, and uh, she's got to replace the uh, the uh, the uh, what do you call those things? What do you the, the thing spokes? on the, the not the spokes handlebars the, not the handlebars the seat the not the seat <laughs> the other thing on a bike that's super important. The body? Not the body. The, the brakes, chain. The, the brakes, chain. The chains. Oh, yeah. There we go. Good God. <laughs> She's got to replace the chain herself. <laughs> <laughs> Tough stance. Yeah. I'm, I'm going after it. I'm going after it. I did Kennedy, uh, the show on Fox Business this past Monday. I did it with Megan McCain. Mm, that, oh. That was incredible. How's she? Very nice. She's a very smart person. Uh, intimidating. I mean, she loves guns. Mm. Oh, my goodness. She can't get enough of them. And uh, it's interesting. Obviously, she's had a lot of experience with things. And talking with her about uh, Hillary Clinton and politics uh, was fascinating because we can both agree Hillary Clinton's, if you look at her voting record, if you look at her uh, history in politics, it's like a horoscope. Mm. It's so vague and it's so vast you can pluck and choose you can make her out to seem like the most conservative person that's ever been uh you know running for the presidency on the democratic side or the most liberal person that's ever run because she's done every she's had every single political position multiple times over so that's one of the reasons she's getting support from people like katie perry which is so bizarre because katie perry of course the woman who owns at least more than seven firework braziers. And I always, I cut it at six. I always, yeah. I only, six firework braziers, no but more. she's got at least well over seven. Doesn't sound too populist to me. Doesn't sound too populist to me either. And I love Katy Perry. And I love, I do love <laughs> Katy Perry. Do love I, I love Katy Perry. But it's so strange when you have Katy Perry going out there and telling all the youth to vote for Hillary Clinton 
this woman who voted to go into Iraq, who has been against gay marriage for the vast majority of her political life, every single thing that Katy Perry has projected on Hillary Clinton is not true. Mm-hmm. Hillary, like you were saying, she's very, very conservative in a lot of a lot strange of ways. ways. A lot of moderate, very mainstream positions. Not not a liberal. I will hold not on. A she's liberal. a liberal. She's not a progressive. That's what I meant. Okay, so there was a great Elizabeth Warren interview. Did you get a chance to see this, Travis? I didn't, but I saw it on the social media that there's a twist ending. There's a twist ending. Did yeah. you see it, Marcus? I did not. M. Night Shyamalan would be proud of the twist ending at the end of this speech. That's what I tweeted out, and it got multiple faves. <laughs> it, I think we're talking eight faves, and that's Ben Kissel viral. That's huge. Elizabeth Warren was discussing how she had a meeting with Hillary Clinton in the early 90s, mid-90s, and uh, it was uh, involving a, um, a uh, bankruptcy bill and a bill involving the large banks and things like that. Hillary Clinton, uh, according to Elizabeth Warren, they met in the back room. They had a great time. They even took a picture. And this is back in the Polaroid days, so that was a big deal. Yeah, And uh, Hillary Clinton went back to Bill Clinton's White House and said, we will not pass this bill. There's a lot of money behind this bill. All the big corporations that are currently financing her campaign are the ones who create. What these corporations do is they literally write the bill. They give it to the congressperson. They're like, sign it. You know, it's all a rubber stamp. So but she got it shut down. 2001, she becomes a senator, and uh, the first bill that comes across her desk, much like Lincoln Chafee's first bill being about uh, the financial institutions, uh, was the exact bill that she convinced her husband to uh, to veto, and she signed it. What? And Elizabeth Warren is just shocked, and she's stunned. She's livid livid at the hypocrisy of Hillary Clinton. If you want to know, you could start and end with that three-and-a-half, four-minute conversation that elizabeth warren gave i forget who she was speaking with but you can end you can that that can formulate your entire opinion of who hillary clinton is yeah so either way she's got the nomination locked up and i would love to see uh how well she would do if she was asked to host snl she was on snl a little bit she was she was great i thought she nailed all of her parts that's very good (laughs) all of the parts she really nailed those parts any hope whatsoever for any sort of change on the Democratic side? I don't think so. I think you're right. I think that was a huge week. Hillary did great in the debate because she wasn't as unlikable as she was in 2008. Right. You guys remember how unlikable she'd always come? I mean, first of all, when you're competing against Barack Obama, it's pretty tough. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, she, you know, I remember she kept having zingers that she'd bring in. She's like, that's not change you can believe in. That's change you can Xerox. Xerox. And uh. the the zingers were so they'd all go over so bad that even Barack Obama would be, like, oh come on now, Hillary. Oh come on, come on. Kind of felt bad for her. Come on now. And uh, yeah. so yeah, I think her debate performance was uh, way better mm-hmm. than eight years ago. And she survived the Benghazi thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden didn't get in. Webb and Chafee dropped out. It's pretty much hers. And she's going to be given a complete pass. By the majority of the media. For all the email stuff, all the uh, all the scandals, all the right. Benghazi stuff. Now that goes away because she did so well at the hearing. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you know, you're just looking at a 68-year-old woman schooling these guys in their early 40s. You know, Trey Gowdy, a former prosecutor, all of these people are lawyers, scumbags. Yeah. Yeah. And she just wiped the floor with them. I think they gave her the best gift of the... Uh, of this campaign cycle, no mm-hmm. doubt about it. Mm-hmm. They wanted her to break. I mean, they did exactly what the police officers did to uh, uh, the kids of the Central Park Five. You know, they were just like, let's just keep on interrogating her. She'll slip up, and then we'll have something to go on and uh, and ridicule her with. 
and I don't think she did it not one time. Yeah. No, I think I think she nailed it. I think there's only one thing that could come up, and I assume this is why you brought me here. My mm. old boss, Roger Stone, has a book out called The Clinton's War on Women. Okay. And it is full of slanderous lies or truths. I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. Well, all right. So this, this is something that this she is, is a writing. huge thing. What is more progressive? What is more... Um, what what can be the greatest definition of change than a woman president? This is just what she's saying. In 2008, she right. ran away from the fact that she was a woman. She didn't want to really make that the cornerstone of her campaign because she uh, didn't think that the American people were that shallow. Mm-hmm. The past eight years, she's been uh, she's come around to the idea that maybe they are. <laughs> yeah, and just being a woman enough will be uh, throw her over the throw the voter over the edge and uh, and make them uh, support her. With this book, The War on Women, why isn't it gaining traction? Why aren't people understanding what she has done to women women uh, when it comes to just destroying their careers every time they have sex or blow her husband? Right. Well, the, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of info in this book, and uh, it's, it's hard to pick apart. You know, like with any politician's got dirty laundry, the Clintons got a lot. Yeah. Uh, but how do you pick apart what's true, what's not? Uh, the major things that, that Roger says in this book is, uh, you know, Bill Clinton is a known serial rapist uh, since his days at Oxford. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Hillary came into his life, she would actually help him cover up these things. So, uh, you know, even like women like Kathleen Wiley, uh, who, who was sexually assaulted by, uh, I believe, then President Clinton or Governor Clinton. Uh, she says Hillary led the led the the silence campaign against her right and that uh, does point- almost like claire underwood if mm-hmm. you will going into zoe barnes apartment saying don't you talk don't you talk about that yeah don't you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you guys remember that yeah, I, remember I love that. claire underwood and the, uh, the other fun part that i really like is that uh chelsea clinton is not bill clinton's daughter now she is the daughter of a fella named webb hubble webb hubble <laughs> webb hubble <laughs> webb hubble I just, you know, he was a partner in the Little Rock Rose law firm with Hillary Clinton. Okay, and then he was deputy attorney general under the uh, the Clinton administration. So he you, is a Clinton confidant, right? Hmm. Well, and, the National uh, Enquirer just yesterday uh, reported that Hillary Chelsea Clinton gets cosmetic surgery to look less like Webb Hubble. Webb Hubble. <laughs> Who doesn't want to look more like Webb Hubble? That's what I want to know. I mean, yeah. if you're Bill Clinton and you find out your wife cheated on you with Webb Hubble, you just At gotta... that point, you just, well, you just fuck everything. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. carte blanche. Mm-hmm. That explains Blank a lot. Blank check is what that means. Is that an example of the differences between media <clears throat> attention, though, right? Because you do have all of these scandals. You have all of these very controversial past events that people don't deny Hillary has been a part of. Mm-hmm. Chris Christie can't even go on a quiet car. And try to have a conversation yeah. without it sinking his entire campaign. Not it's that it so wasn't great. already sunk. I think that was a great campaign tactic on right. his part. Is to go on a train a and car. bring a bring a smoothie with him yeah, yeah. and Sucking just on yell. A smoothie and yelling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not president? I gotta go to that. Somebody run and get me in a cafe car. <laughs> yeah. I wish you could vote for, like, the person who you think would be the best on foreign policy, the person you would think who would be the best on domestic, and then just, like, the most adorable. Yeah. And it would be Chris Christie with a smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't get much more adorable than that. Chris um, Christie gets in a lot of trouble for something like that, though, and regardless of if that's, uh, if that's even a true story or not, I mean, Gawker is so desperate for clicks 
that they're making up a bunch of lies. Hulk Hogan is suing them for $100 million. Wow. And you better give the Hulkster his money or he'll come by and he'll put a big old leg drop right on your internet Mm -hmm. and your cables. (laughs) He's leg dropping cables. (laughs) He doesn't care anymore. Then you have the MSNBCs of the world who make a, it's a it's a political minefield for the uh, Republican candidates. Somehow, Donald Trump is able to avoid it simply because he just keeps on trucking. He keeps on going, saying things that are perceived as controversial. And for some reason, he's Teflon. MSNBC was recently just talking about uh, Donald Trump and immigration. And at one point, uh, they were also discussing Paul Ryan being the new speaker for the Republicans. Oh, that's right. They that's desperately. Big, that's uh, big news. That is big news. He's, he doesn't want to do it. He wants to stay the chairman of the Ways and Means Commission uh, committee because then he's not going to rack up a record that's going to guarantee he's never going to be able to run for president. Because what happens with these bills, like I was talking about with Hillary and uh, her horoscope-esque, her vague uh, political leanings all over the map, with these bills, you know, you get seven bills put into one thing so you vote no because you disagreed with i don't know let's just say you're a democrat and this one had defunding planned parenthood in the bill but attached in that bill is also something for the veterans yeah Yeah. so now all of a sudden because you didn't vote for the bill because you didn't want to defund planned parenthood it can be used in attack i'd be like she voted for or he voted for a bill he doesn't doesn't hates the vets yeah but it's all nonsense that's why you should just have single issue bills get it done that way yeah but uh so i mean paul ryan's uh, resume now is ironically going to be far too large to run for president, which is why the outsiders are doing so well, like Fiorina, Ben Carson, who just took do- uh, over Donald Trump in Iowa at 27 percent. Trump's at 22. And of course, Donald Trump, because ironically enough, running with no record is running when, with, you know, nothing but upside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what you don't like or what you do like. You really kind of have a clean slate. Anyway, they were discussing Paul Ryan and immigration. On uh, MSNBC, I believe it was Melissa Harris Perry. Is it Harris Perry yeah. or Perry Harris? I think it's. Harris I always Perry. get it confused. And why is it, Harris Perry? And who decides if if you have a hyphenated name, which name goes first? It's Harris Perry. It's Harris Perry. Harris Perry. Harris Perry. Does the guy get Harris the first Perry. last name or the girl get the first last name and then the coin flip? It's a coin flip. It's a coin flip. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. I always yeah, the, wonder. The doctor. The doctor the flip. flips <laughs> the coin. All right. Okay. Harris Perry it is. So she was on, uh, she was doing her uh, television show. Somebody ta- was talking about Paul Ryan. He called her a hard worker. Did you, uh, he called him a hard worker. Did you see this clip? I, I've heard of it. I've heard, uh, then she got very upset at the term hard worker. Did you see this clip, Marcus? I did not. Okay. Well, this is going to blow your mind. So apparently the term hard worker is racist because slaves were hard workers. Mm-hmm. Paul Ryan Sure, he might work hard, <laughs> but he's not a hard worker. It's not possible. So she went way out on the limb, and the guy, a Hispanic fellow that she was talking to, was just like, what happened? That- he happened to be uh, representing a little bit more of a conservative leaning. Mm-hmm. She said uh, that you got to be super careful when we use the language hard worker, because I actually keep an image of folks working mm-hmm. in cotton fields on my office wall because it's a reminder about what hard work looks like. Oh, boy. Right. Mister. It makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Why she got so many fucked up paintings in her wall? <laughs> the woman loves slaves. She loves the concept of it. If I was one of the slaves in the photos, I'd be like, hey, can you take me down? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I want to yeah. forget this. You're a news reporter, right. all right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not exactly the face of the suffrage, uh, the um, whatever, abolished. Um, uh, Abolition? Abolitionist movement. No, she is not. How are the Republicans going to deal with that liberal minefield? 
when it comes to every single thing that they say is scrutinized. The left mm-hmm. always gets a pass. You can literally, again, have the record that Hillary has had. No one seems to mind the fact that they 21-year-old intern was was raped in the White House and she just ruined her life yeah. in Monica Lewinsky. What do you think the Republican strategy should be? Oh, I think uh, Trump's doing the, the right thing. You, you plow through the field. You right. just plow right through it. Um, because think about it, they they went after Trump for his PC, his his, uh, his comments about women, et cetera. Right. And uh, he turned it right back around. He said it was Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was a good, and he made a Rosie. Rosie. <laughs> he did he, make a Rosie O'Donnell. And it was work. so funny. Everyone in Cleveland loved it so much. That's what you do with that PC stuff. You you turn it, you flip it, and you bring up Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. That's how you turn that around. Right, and of course he employs more women than most companies, so yeah. he also tries to uh, you know throw yeah. that out there. He fired less women than Carly Fiorina. Isn't that Very exciting? True. She did fire about oh, everybody. Everyone, though. pretty much. <laughs> so. Yeah. They yeah. were just kind of wrapped up there in the old Fiorina firing rope. Right. And then she bought herself a, a yacht. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very right. nice. Yeah. And no, none of the other Republican candidates can use that Trump charm. Like Jeb Bush tried, oh, he tried. real hard. Isn't it fascinating? Yep. Everybody's trying. So Lindsey mm-hmm. Graham is, is throwing sassy one-liners out there now. His mm-hmm. his debate performance in the, the Tier 2 debate, a lot of sassy one-liners. Lindsey Graham, uh, yeah. Kasich's lashing out. My sweet old uh, home state governor, he's lashing out saying, what happened to our party? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of playing nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's just trying to do what Trump's doing. And yeah, it's just, they all fall flat on their face. Yeah. You yeah. got to let Trump have the anti-PC brand. Mm-hmm. He's got that. He's got that. Lindsey Graham is very sad when he talks about all these people. He says Donald Trump is a clown. Ben Carson is just a political novice who is extremely boring. And then he just says, how am I losing to these people? And I think he's really shocked. He's stunned and has no idea what's happened to the country. No. Let's go back now. Uh, Donald Trump, again, like we mentioned earlier, is he will be hosting November 7th. He'll be hosting Saturday Night Live. I'm very nervous for it. I think you're right. If he, if he kills, he's president. If he bombs, he's a dead man. Right. He isn't exactly living up to his prediction that he was going to gonna get the, the Hispanic vote. Mm-hmm. The, no, I'm going to get all the Hispanics. Not like, hap- 11%. Not 11% of them like what? him. Um, which is actually kind of high. That's I way too high. <laughs> Those are people who are just like, don't like their relatives. And they're like, I hope Trump gets into office <laughs> and ships him out of here. here. Yeah. I hate my mother-in-law. <laughs> Donald, get her out. I'll tell you what, what apartment she lives in in Cleveland. <laughs> get her out. But the reason Donald Trump, and I was trying to explain this on Red Eye yesterday, um, the reason that he's doing so well is because it's really about finance, uh, campaign finance, right? He's only spent $2 million. Hillary Clinton has a new super PAC that was created in her name called Let's Talk Hillary, which sounds like it's an STD. (laughs) You know, I was mentioning that on Kennedy about how that sounds like parents are sitting their children down and be like, let's talk Hillary, (laughs) you know, and it seems like uh, it seems more of a PSA than a presidential super PAC. But that super PAC has now spent $1 million or will be raising $1 million for the sole purpose of making her look like a person. Mm-hmm. That is literally the whole... They're m- saying they're softening the image. To make That's... her look human. Yeah. <laughs> $1 million. So Half of Donald Trump's entire campaign. We've, he's, been yeah. in the leading, yeah, yeah. he's still leading in all the polls, Nationally, except for yeah. in Iowa. Yeah. 
a uh, hundred days running, he has spent two million dollars, and she is spending one million dollars on a super pack to soften, throw some the, flesh on that robot. Throws, yeah. That's right. I mean, isn't that remarkable? And I don't know why more news outlets don't cover. I mean, it's because the establishment hates Donald Trump. Yeah, he's the the only one speaking for Donald Trump is Donald Trump. They hate him, but they love ratings, mm-hmm. so they continue to have him on. But how was an MSNBC discussing that as one of the major uh, issues that the left would actually really like to hear about? The fact that you have a super PAC, what a waste of a... You know what would really humanize you? Take that million dollars and go open up a soup kitchen. Yeah. You know, go give that money away to people that are in need on the streets. You know, whatever. You could do so many other things with a million dollars... Then start up a super PAC with the sole purpose after nearly 25 years, after nearly 30 years in public life Mm -hmm. that is just there to soften your image. Where has she gone wrong? Years ago. Years ago she went wrong. Right. I mean, this whole thing. Hillary sucks so bad. I mean, how much do you think the the whole, you know, Clinton scandal, the Monica Lewinsky scandal, how much do you think that had a bearing on Hillary Clinton's image? Well, she, I mean, she actually came out like a hero during yeah, that whole time she, because she, she stood, stood by yeah, her man. She was her. Man. She was a little, uh, you know, Tammy Wynette. Yeah, it was. It was more <laughs> of a country western America yeah. during the '90s, where the Tammy Wynettes of the world were yeah. honored slightly more and respected. Stood by her man, cool under pressure. Was it maybe the the health the healthcare stuff in the '90s? Was she demonized at all by no, that? No, I think it was on. It was when she. First lady, she seemed like a first lady, right? She was a presence. Yeah. She was active. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I think she did have a, a face of a family, right? And and even the Tammy Wynette uh, uh, image. But it, it all changed when she ran for Senate. Yeah. She ran for Senate of a state she wasn't from. Mm. It, was, it was all uh, arranged, right? And then she used that being a senator from a state she wasn't actually from to run for president. I right. think. I think that's what really nailed her as a, just an ambitious, power-hungry lady. So you know? now she, because the primary on the Democratic side is for all intents and purposes done, right? A 41-point lead mm-hmm. with Bernie the one trailing. I don't see him coming back, unfortunately. She's I love Bernie it. Sanders. She's got it. Um, in a lot of ways. I do love Bernie as, as a human being and as a uh, as a senator for Vermont. I think he's been wonderful. I wouldn't count him out. Not completely. Not yet. Well, I just don't see any path uh, for him to win. Because I don't know, but who knows? Yeah, you can't. It's still happening. Well, but it, I will say the it, Clinton campaign is shifted now to a general election um, uh, attack. Well, the reason why I would say that I wouldn't count him out just yet because Barack Obama was in almost this exact same position, twenty points behind. That's right. Uh, and come came from behind. Yeah, it's not unheard of. Is what I'm saying is that for right. the come from behind, especially in the Clinton camp, uh, it's it's not unheard of that she can you know drop the ball at the last second. Yeah. Barack Obama was Barack Obama. That is true. Bernie Sanders is Bernie Sanders. <laughs> but yes, okay, so we'll keep some hope alive. I, I'm i just saying, I think from the Clinton campaign perspective, they've already shifted away from they've the primary. They've already shifted, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're already a- attacking Trump. They're attacking Jeb. They're attacking Ben Carson, which is one of the easiest things to do. I don't, I don't know if you saw this recently, Marcus. Ben Carson has been attacked... Um, for his complete lack of energy, and, yeah. and this is just a fact, mm-hmm. he's a real bore. As a matter of fact, he did a uh, he did a campaign ad recently 
where he said uh, it was him standing next to a cardboard box. Did you see this? <laughs> no. And on the cardboard box was written Washington class, you know, Washington political class. And Ben Carson says, well, they say they want someone who thinks outside the box. Oh. And that's that's me. And he literally took that verbatim analogy of think outside the box. He's just like, well, then I'll have a box. <laughs> was it written? Was, was it Sharpie? Was it Sharpie? No, it was a little sticker, this Washington <laughs> political class on it. It's one of the most boring political ads I've ever seen in my entire life. But I do like to joke that maybe that will be his running mate. The cardboard box. <laughs> Carson Box 2016. Because you always get a running mate that's supposed to never... You can't overshine yeah. the front runner. You know, Paul Ryan did almost overshine Romney right. to some degree. And that's going to be a and big... And Palin definitely overshined McCain. McCain big, which is what so, lost him. That's why Obama picked Biden. You know, he's just an old guy that touches a lot of people. Exactly. You know I mean? no, Hillary, Hillary... So where can Ben Carson gonna, go, though? What I'm saying gonna, is, when it comes to VP choices, where can Ben Carson go to not be overshined? A cardboard box. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the only option we got. I think but, that, that should be Hillary's plan, too. Run with a cardboard box. Right. I think that's a great idea. found out some real interesting things about Ben Carson's actual religious beliefs. You know, he's a Seventh-day Adventist. And one of their, like, central issues is that the Sabbath is Saturday and not Sunday. Mm. And they actually believe that one of the things that's going to kickstart the final judgment is (laughs) a fight over whether the Sabbath should be on Saturday or Sunday. And they think, Seventh-day Adventists think, that if you have church on Sunday, you're going to hell. Because Seventh-day Adventists is very just, it's just like, this is the way it is. And if you don't follow exactly how we believe Christianity should be, you're going to hell. So they're like the Jews. Yeah, I mean, in the uh, Sabbath respect, yeah. yeah. In rocking, yeah, not doing anything on Saturdays, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But they just get their upstairs neighbor to th- turn the TV on for them. <laughs> yeah, Our yeah. friend Mookie Thompson, a great comedian Mookie, he lives. Uh, he lived with a Hasidic family right next door. Every Saturday was just full of chores <laughs> for the poor kid. <laughs> but, you know, Donald Trump has actually brought that up because what happened, why is Ben Carson doing so well in Iowa? The exact same reason that Mike Huckabee did so well. And the Rick exact Santorum. same to him, Rick Santorum did. Mm-hmm. Right, why? evangelicals yeah. also ben carson the republicans now have their um you know like when alan keys ran or alan west was uh, you know kind of playing with it herman this cain is, herman cain republicans mm-hmm. can say look we're not racist right yeah. we've got the black we got the black guy the token black guy who's token. never actually been elected to anything right. as a republican yeah. but that's okay yeah, yeah he's one of us so he's got 35% of the white evangelical uh, vote in Iowa in the primary, which is a huge slice. Well, ironically, by his beliefs, and he's actually been asked, like, this Seventh-day event before, of course, before he ever ran for office, they asked him, is there anything in the Seventh-day Adventist beliefs that you take any sort of umbrage with? And he said, absolutely not. He said, no. I believe in all of it. So technically, he believes that evangelicals are going to hell. Wow. Well, maybe I'll vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> not so bad after all, this hey. Ben Carson. This guy's I, got a lot of energy. I, yeah, he's got, sending all these people to hell. Every I mean, day. that's the thing. It's internal energy. At least, yeah, when, you know, yeah. if you're going to be a leader and send people off to war, at least like scream and get some like ham flying out of your mouth or something. <laughs> sending people off to die. So, but Donald Trump actually very similar to how Bill Clinton uh, tried to start the Whisper campaign in 2008 about Obama being a Muslim. Is mm-hmm. he really born in America? Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton was. The, people say the Clintons weren't the. 
the oh, ones the who began that, that, but they yeah. started it. Oh my god! They yeah. started that entire thing. Of course, and they Bill did. Clinch is what I don't know. Yeah, their answer was always like, "Well, I mean, I don't know." I mean, he I mean, says he's a Christian, right? Yeah, right. So Donald Trump does did has tried to bring that issue up with. Uh, with Ben Carson's religion, you know, just being like it's very bizarre. And, of course, uh, you know, Donald Trump is not doing well with the religious right in the Midwest because they don't uh, they don't hold quite the same racial views as the uh, evangelicals in the South, which can be a little racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I eat my cracker, I do my whatever. <laughs> I, right. So, uh, I, in my opinion, the reason that the immigration policy plan, uh, well, yeah, I guess is what would be his policy on immigration, but I don't believe it. But uh, the uh, you don't I think, want to don't want well ever, Marcus. <laughs> He's hosting us now on November seventh. Um, the evangelicals in the South, I think, they kind of went on to that immigration uh, issue and attached themselves to that more closely than they uh, than they did with the evangelical thing that like a W. Bush would have gotten because mm-hmm. W. got forty four percent of the Hispanic vote right he crushed it yeah with hispanics so what you're saying Republican is standards so i Southern think they chose Eva- racism uh over uh religion <laughs> that's what i was about to say so you're saying they yeah. hate mexicans more than they love no, jesus? jesus yeah, yeah well yeah, and then yeah. jesus's yeah. name is jesus and they might hate the, <laughs> the whole thing, their so minds might be him. getting yeah. blown right now is all i'm saying <laughs> let's just call him christ yeah. <laughs> uh but then of course in uh iowa there i don't my 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 Midwest that I grew up in, and you can attest to this, perhaps the racial tensions, especially when it comes to Hispanics, uh, I, I just don't think it resonates quite as high as it does in Southern states. So Ben Carson, uh, being so religious, uh, they just love that. They, they love, love that. that kind of politic in Iowa. Yeah, they, they love it. Yeah. So, yeah. but again, even if he does win Iowa, let's just say the polls hold uh, how they are. Which, by the way, all of a sudden the polls. They're, they're make-believe, according to Donald Trump now, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, because yeah. when he's winning, they are, they're, 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 they're solid, Bible. Good numbers. Good numbers. <laughs> solid numbers. Moses went to the numbers. mountain. Yeah. He made the numbers. God gave him the numbers, the good numbers. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's not winning. I'm not so sure about these numbers. No. Yeah. Now he's not so sure. Yeah, maybe, maybe we ought to go back and take another look at these numbers. But you look at what the... Uh, yeah, anyway, so long story short, with Iowa, the evangelical vote, Huckabee Santorum won it. They went absolutely nowhere following that. Um, Reagan never won Iowa. Maybe he won it his second term, didn't win it his first. H.W. didn't win Iowa, won the nomination. So it's not the end-all, be-all. Iowa just continually bumps up their caucus every time somebody wants to try to get in before them. So, I mean, we'll probably be doing these votes in the past. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. really, does Iowa yeah. even but, uh, matter? No, it doesn't. It's, it's it's just you know it's the it's just you know getting out of the gate strong you know mm-hmm. just not stumbling at the on, uh, on the uh, starting block. It's America's heartland. You know it's almost right. symbolic in a way because you're it right is. in terms of like actually like electoral votes it, it carries nothing. Yeah, and in know? terms of predicting who's going to get the nomination, it seems like it's always most of the time it's horrible at it. Mm-hmm. Well, the country has shifted now so far mm-hmm. away from Iowa's uh, Republican politics that uh, yeah there it, it is more of a symbolic gesture to the Midwest mm-hmm. that we know that you. Exist to yeah, right. salute. Yes, Lower Canada. We know you're in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty we, much it. We love your meat on a stick. <laughs> love it, love it. But the media is definitely trying to uh, point out that Donald Trump is down in a few polls in an individual state, still up nationwide. And if they can get across that narrative, what they're trying to do is derail his entire campaign of being a winner. Mm. Right? This is Donald Trump's entire campaign is predicated on the notion that he doesn't lose. Mm-hmm. Doesn't lose. So if yeah. he starts to slip in the polls 
and I watched him speak. I've seen him speak many, many times. He talks about how he's number one in the polls for a good 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, pretty much every great hour. Great polls, solid numbers, great polls. So he's going to have to adapt once yeah. these things start to yeah. get closer and once he does start to go up and down, lose some states when the primary starts, he's going to have to figure out a way to still convince his constituency and convinces uh, you know, the individuals that are rabid for him that he's not a loser. Right. This is going to be fascinating. Yeah, to see uh, Trump on the almost because every all the politicos have been saying this is what's going to happen to right. the big Trump bubble. It's going to burst eventually. It's going to run out of steam. People get tired of it, tired of the shtick, and so it's like now he's in a position of, uh, yeah, how's he going to handle this? If he's if he's losing to Carson, Trump's going to be pissed. You I think get, he's going to lose control? I think he. Well, that, I think well, this, this is, is the test. Yeah. This well, okay. is where he he makes it or breaks it. That's correct. This is the test for him, and that's why there was there's a 40 Latino groups across the country are boycotting him right now uh, mm-hmm. to host SNL. They don't want him to host SNL. Right. They want MSM. Uh, MB, they want NBC to kick him off the show. Kick mm-hmm. him off. Replace him um, with George Lopez. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Man. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, <laughs> but in my opinion, again, like I was saying earlier, an hour and a half of live television with Donald Trump uh, in sketches. Uh, so many different variables. Will a cast member protest? You know, when mm-hmm. there was a cast member back in the day uh, named Nora Dunn, and oh Andrew God. Dice Clay went to host, and Andrew Dice Clay was not running for president. He could have been governor of New Jersey, probably, and they would have loved it <laughs> if he was loud on the cry- quiet train. He would have had the quiet train in stitches. <laughs> they would have loved the Dice Man. She sat out, caused a huge political uproar because Andrew Dice Clay was, an, in her mind, an offensive comedian. He was, he was obviously a character who wore light-up buttons on a leather jacket. He wasn't a real person. <laughs> so what happens? What if a cast member, when he's doing a sketch, does some radical protest? Yeah, or thro- I mean, throws, him a, throws him a sassy zinger. Throws him a sassy zinger, He doesn't sure. know how to handle. Sure. You look what happened. Richard Nixon, he was doing – he had a, a great event in Richard Nixon. I believe it was – uh, a White House correspondence dinner, maybe not that. Either way, he had his favorite band come in, and it was just—it's a full choir. He just had a full choir playing mm-hmm. classical music, and this woman's, you know, uh, held up a sign that said "War is Murder" or something like this, or Nixon out of uh, Vietnam, mm-hmm. and it was extremely awkward. Richard Nixon just like sits there, and then uh, you know he looks like kind of stoic, and then they cut to him talking three hours later in the White House on the on the tips on on the uh, White House tapes. Who was that bitch? <laughs> Who was the bitch in the choir? Uh, you know? So you wonder, That's will great. something like that happen in an hour and a half of live television with all the cast members, all the writers? SNL is not a safe area, not a safe space for mm. Donald Trump with his politics. So if you're part of these 40 Latino groups that uh, are trying to boycott him, I would heavily err on the side of allowing the experiment to go forward because it, this is like Donald Trump has done before. This is a massive political risk, and he consistently takes political risks and for the most part has has excelled when he does it. Not but, even for the most part. He's I don't know when he's lost. I, th- I think the Megyn Kelly thing was still a loss. I mean, um, yeah, possibly, possibly, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, for the most part. Uh, yeah. But again, this is going to be a whole nother test. I mean, yeah. I think just as long as there's still PC scandals coming out, 
he's still going to get keep getting that bump. Every time, right. like, I mean, blackface scandals on Halloween as it comes every single year, blackface outrages, I think that benefits Trump. What because if, if you look at all totally. the if you look at all the comments, and they're like, what the hell, man? Like, come on, it's just Halloween. It's just, you know, it's fun. And then they post a picture of the Wayne's Brothers movie, White Girls. Uh, and right, every right, time right. there's Great something movie. like that when people feel like they're threatened at all, Trump is right there, and Trump is saying, like, hey, you know what? You don't got to feel bad. I don't feel bad. If I don't feel bad, you don't got to feel bad. Right, right, right. No, he had, people created Donald Trump. We're all the we're all Dr. Frankenstein, yeah. and Trump is our monster. Yeah. The, the reason, you know, you have, like we were just mentioned earlier with uh, Harris Perry, can't say hardworking because slaves were hard workers, not uh, anybody else. Right. You know, I mean, these sorts of things just like out of nowhere. Everyone's just like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. I don't know. And then you have Donald Trump who's just like, she's bleeding from her whatever. And uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm running for the president of the United knows? States. Yeah, uh, yeah, the whole yeah. free world. Yeah, I got yeah. the nuke. And uh, Putin and I, we're, I like him. <laughs> you know, so he is a complete and utter shift. He's a He is a rebuke of the PC culture that we're mm-hmm. living in. So I think that's also why he's, you know, got the traction he has. But it's been such an exciting campaign so far, uh, primary season, and I think it's only going to get more exciting. Right. As, uh, as people start to windle out, we didn't even get a chance to talk about poor Jeb. Uh. 7% in the polls. He could be doing better things, people. Yeah. So, hey, let's try to be nicer <laughs> to be- the dynasty boy. Yeah. He just wants to be the third of his uh, immediate family to be president. Yeah. Right. He's going to be, he has a lot of quote-unquote cool things yep. he could be doing. A lot mm-hmm. of cool things. He's such an <laughs> outsider you know he's just he's got no connection exactly. to washington whatsoever not whatsoever no he's like you know there's a gimp tied up in my basement i could be playing with right now <laughs> play with so gimp. yeah whatever my dad gave me a gimp when out for my last birthday so anyway all right so uh let's see travis where can people find you they can find you on uh, twitter at travis irvine and of Tra- course, Travis Irvine USA. Travis Irvine USA, just even like uh, Jim Webb USA. I was mm. very excited that Jim Webb and I have similar Twitter ideas, and you have a similar <laughs> chance to win the presidency. <laughs> Thank you, which is kind of nice. You might actually be polling higher, uh, uh, and then I'm tied with D's nuts. <laughs> I love D's nuts. And Waka Flocka. Yeah. Oh man, I should talk about Waka Flocka more. <laughs> love Waka. Um, and then, where can people read your column? Oh, uh, Jesse Ventura's Off the Grid on Aura.TV. I'm a contributor there. Or you can check out the Guardian Environment section, Climate Change Too Hot to Handle. Awesome. And Mr. Parks, anything going on with you? At Marcus Parks is my uh, Twitter handle. And uh, just so you guys, me and Travis just collaborated oh, together yeah, yes, yeah. on uh, the Cowman's new video, Skeleton Dan. Travis did a fucking amazing job directing and editing the thing, got it out in a two-day turnaround, mm-hmm. and it's doing quite well. Just go to uh, YouTube and search the Cowman Skeleton Dan. Uh, if you just put in Skeleton Dan, the first thing to come up is a Skeleton Dance. Go to the next one. Right, right, that's right. Skeleton Dan. All go. right, very good. And I was I, I saw the entire behind the scenes process of Travis editing that video. The shots are phenomenal. Jackie Zabrowski from the Round Table. She killed it. And yeah. Steps and other human activities. Uh, she plays Skeleton Dan, and uh, she is just the balls on this woman oh to just God. do Oof. the the dances she was doing in Wall Street and on the beaches. And I mean, the shots are phenomenal. Mm. So check out the Cowman Skeleton Dan. I'm doing uh, Fox News Red Eye. I'm back there on November 11th. And then I'm doing the Gutfeld Show, Greg Gutfeld, on November 21st. Um, And I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to have to get – I will say I love everybody. 
and I got to get used to Twitter. People being some because sometimes uh, people say terrible things, mm-hmm. but that's okay. That's fine. I got we got the numbers in for Red Eye. The numbers are up. Oh, they're oh. ever since I started, the numbers are up. They're up. The numbers are up. The, the numbers. numbers I, the I emailed the producer the numbers as solid, ever since I started. Solid numbers. Solid numbers. Solid numbers. Ben, how you feeling about the? How you feeling about the numbers? Solid numbers. Solid numbers. Numbers right, are up. Good. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Ben Kissel. And, uh, yeah, check out Last Podcast, Roundtable, all the shows we do here on Cave Comedy Radio. Um, all right, that's it. We'll mm-hmm. talk to you soon. Oh, and f- uh, check out the Facebook page also. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you soon. The birds are dying of starvation. <laughs> What's that? <laughs>